Annie Grace Davis. Remind me to cut that out. <laughs> when that we post that. She's going to help me today. My, this child and I have a hobby. And I would like for you to explain our hobby to our dear friends at this church. <laughs> okay. We like... Stand up straight well, like okay. you're in public. Said your dad. I'm sorry. <laughs> this dude likes to talk a lot. <laughs> it, it may not seem like it, but he does. <laughs> so we have uh, like podcasting stuff because we like a lot of pop cultural stuff. We like wrestling. We like comic books. We like musicals. We like TV shows and movies. So we do our best to incorporate those stuff and relate it to Jesus. So that's our podcast. My, I like speaking so much that my hobby is speaking. Yeah. Yes. So we're going to give you a taste of our hobby today as we look at the Beatitudes. And there's something I want you to see in the Beatitudes that are very crucial and very important. Jesus Christ starts with the negative and moves towards the positive. Jesus Christ starts with the weakness and moves towards showing strength. There is this place in our lives that if we are in moments of weakness and despair, it is received as a lifelong harm and there's no way to be set free from that. And Jesus Christ's existence is about taking things from points of weakness and moving them forward to places of strength. Everything that Jesus Christ did starts at a moment of weakness and moves it towards a place of strength. I want to go all the way back to the Old Testament and I want to share with you the prophecy of the Messiah. And everyone that was waiting for the prophecy of the Messiah was looking for this great strong warrior to come that would come and tackle governments overthrow power and be this symbol of strength and power that outweighs anything else. But if you look at the reality of Jesus Christ taking weakness to strength, what did we get when we had the first image of what our Messiah is? We, we got an image of a baby in a cradle crying in a very weakened state, needing of care and nurturing, so that it could move to a place where it would grow, deal with living, and find strength and show others how to do the same thing. Our great strong warrior started its ministry, his ministry, in a place of weakness and vulnerability to become the one that is the image of strength for all. So my dear friend is going to help me share with you some other examples that we've seen of that so that we can talk about fully what it means to take a place of fear and weakness and move it to a place of strength and perseverance. It happens all throughout literature, does it not? Yes. Now it's your turn. Oh, my turn. Okay. There are a lot of different like literature and movies and stuff that have the concept of going from the weak to strong thing. One that's very much a prominent one is the story of the Batman. Of the Batman. Mm -hmm. the, if you look at the back of my car, a very important 
historical literature figure in my life, the Batman. So explain to these dear friends, how is this imagery of weakness and strength displayed in that character? So the origin of Batman, the Batman is Bruce Wayne, a billionaire who watched his parents die in front of him in the back of an alleyway. And he has this whole thing of like he's he also grew up being scared of bats because he fell in a well and there are bats in the well and his dad has a line that always sticks through him if you watch the Christian Bale Batman movies the line always pops up he says why do we fall down so we can get back up so we can learn how to get back up yes that image of taking a very crucial moment in the life and moving forward so that it becomes a strength if you look Mm -hmm. at the Beatitudes it says, blessed be the one that has this weakness, for they will find strength from it. Yeah. So explain to our dear friends the rule. The because rule. the rule becomes very much an image yes. of that for the Batman. The Batman has only one rule. It is that the bat does not kill. He'll beat you up and just... Maim you. Maim you. Throw you in prison. Um, de- discom- was it when you like... Discombobulate? No. That's me. Oh. <laughs> like when you like have somebody so like and they can't do anything. Like just kind of like there. I, yeah, I don't know. That's yeah. a big word. Okay. I only went to seminary. And discompat... Discompacitate. Yeah. Yes. Someone. But no killing. The bat does not kill. And the rule becomes very important because it becomes a set standard. Yeah. Jesus Christ's existence becomes alone to become the image of the rule. You see people in places of weakness, and Jesus Christ even starts His ministry in a place of weakness and vulnerability so that He can become the image of what is possible, including suffering the greatest point of weakness. If you look at Philippians 2.8, that the weakness of being completely found in the image of man and suffering death, even death on the cross. Jesus Christ completely embodies all that, but even Jesus Christ has His one rule that He's always set to, He's always followed, it's always the focal point of what's next. The bat has the rule. Mm -hmm. Our faith in Jesus Christ is becoming the ones that can show a difference between weakness and growth to strength. But the beauty of that is the reality that when we begin to display that, it can cause other people to begin to question things they've always held on to and question standards that they've always thought were the status quo and move them to a point of reality that something that they've always seen as a terrible weakness actually can become a point of strength. Mm -hmm. Can you think of a literary uh, explanation of that? Yes. Um, Big book... By big, I mean it's really long. <laughs> it's probably about that thick or something. But that's okay, because it was turned into a hit Broadway musical known as Les Mis. Les Mis. Can you explain the whole concept of a, 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 a named weakness that becomes a visual strength to someone watching it? Not a strength completely for the person, but it changes a person on the outside watching. Yes. Uh, the story of Les Mis follows a convict named Sean Valjean who was put in prison for stealing a loaf of bread to feed his family, feed his sister. And throughout the whole thing, it's a very much a controversy, like big argument between Javert, the head prison guard at his prison that became a sheriff and is always looking for him because he ran away to go protect a little girl. 
and Jean Valjean, who's trying to do his best to protect everyone after being um, saved in a way by a priest in the beginning of the book in the musical. He takes refuge in a church and he's going, he went and stole some like the silver candlestick stuff, but then he was caught and he was brought back to the prison, not the prison, the church. <laughs> And the priest was like, no, I gave it to him. And then he's like, okay, now I've... What is it? <laughs> he set him free. He set him free. And to go do only the good work of God now to help people. And the whole big conflict is Javert, the prison, lead, the prison guard, is always like, you're either good or you're bad. You were put in prison for a reason, so you're bad. You cannot be good now because you are bad. And then it becomes a story of redemption. Yes. And it doesn't just become a story of redemption for Jean Valjean, but Javert, who is watching this outside of it all, mm -hmm. can see the visual transformation that's taking place within Jean Valjean. And he starts to question everything he's held as a set standard. Yes. That's the whole movement of Christ's life. Christ begins to go to the blind man on the, uh, at the steps of the synagogue and he heals him. And the people ask, what, what sins did his family do because that he was born with this, with this illness? And Christ begins to break that structural understanding and say, there's not a history of sin and this man has been set free to see. Jesus Christ comes along and becomes this new image of power. You know, even Judas that followed him, if, depending on which lectionary that you read through, Judas is displayed as this person that was trying to push Jesus to be the military leader, but Jesus Christ kept coming back with compassion to show everyone else that there is a new definition of beauty. If you look at the blessed bees, it is Jesus Christ creating a new image of what beauty is. Blessed be the weak because they will be made strong. Blessed be the poor because they will be made rich. And all of these new blessings that are opened up because of the willingness of Jesus Christ to be the difference that society needed to see and give this new image of beauty that needs to be seen. Because when Jesus is speaking, He's not just teaching a group of people, He's also setting someone free. And there are people in this conversation that are stuck in their place of weakness. They are stuck in their places of poverty and they don't feel beautiful to God because of that. So is there some literary stuff that opens the, the beauty from some beastly natures? <laughs> Puns. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a very, it was an old fairy tale that was reintroduced and changed to fit Disney movies and children's movies, uh, Beauty and the Beast. So it, explain the freedom of finding true beauty with yeah, Van Hurt. Yeah, so it starts off with uh, the beast, Adam, and he was very much the image of the... Um, how would you describe it? He was the beast. He was the beast in human form. Selfishness and Selfishness, narcissism. Yeah. And, and he refused to let an older woman stay in because she looked very poor and ugly. He's like, no, I cannot be seen with someone like you in my castle. And she turns into a beautiful like enchantress and he's begging for an apology because 
he saw who she truly was on the inside and not just on the outside. And she's like, no, you, I can't. You're a horrible, selfish person. You only view things on the cover of, like, the cover of the book. You don't learn things about them. You're just out for yourself. And she turns him into what he was, a beast. And he and cursed the castle, so all the servants inside were cursed because of the actions of the beast. But what sets the beast free? What does the beast have to do to be completely he set free? He needs to have someone love him for who he is. And, and not just a rich prince, like who he truly is on the inside. And that is the reality of the Beatitudes. Is when Jesus Christ starts to explain the difference of loving people for who that they really are. And the place that they really are. And, and showing them the people that they can become because of cherishing who that they really are. You know, Jesus Christ came to set free people not just from the chains of sin and death, but also to set people free from the restrictions that they put on themselves and the things that they have used to limit themselves. There, there's a phrase that I hear so many times that I, I wish that I didn't. I wish I had a quarter for every time I'd say it, then I could own the Batmobile. <laughs> And it is, I, I'm not worthy to do this. I don't have the tools to do this. I'm not the person that should be on this path. Even Jesus Christ said it on the mountain of Gethsemane, just before that He was arrested to go to the point of crucifixion. He's sitting there and He's sharing this prayer. God, if there be any other way, take this cup from Me. I think that is the most beautiful point of vulnerability that I've seen in Jesus Christ. And there's been times that I've been so angry with myself about things that I have to be reminded that even Jesus Christ said, any other way, buddy. Any other way. And he said, Thy will, not mine. And that's the beauty. That's the real beauty of the Beatitudes. It's the setting people free of the places what they are. It's the taking the things that they see as a weakness and a fear and making it become their strength, like the Batman. It's the places of realizing that things aren't the set standards that we put on them. Like, uh, is it Javert? What's the... Jean Valjean. Jean Valjean, but what's the sheriff's name? The Javert. Javert. And definitely that there is a real beauty in things that are scary. Like Beauty and the Beast. And because Jesus Christ loves us because of who that we really are, we're set free. Thank you for helping me preach today. Yeah. May the peace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you.